Hello, friends. First of all, I'd like to thank our executive producer for this episode. Our executive producer is Lady Janine Kay. Thank you very much. Uh, you can become an executive producer for a $20 donation. You keep us on the air. We have a big show tonight. If you guys are in the chat room, I'd like to encourage you to vote in our poll there about the music. We're going to start our online radio stream. We're converting that to a radio station. We're working on the licensing now, you guys. These donations you give us are going straight to that because I believe there should be power in the voice of the people. What you guys want, that is how we run the show, and that's what will be on our radio stream. So if you haven't voted in that, please do. Until then, I wrote a song for you. You want to hear it? Here it goes. All I want for Christmas is a W-A-S, a W-A-T, or a T-A-T. I want it to not smell like bullshit and make sense to me so I can have a Merry Christmas. My name is Jerry Adams, and you are watching Midnight Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in. Before we start here, I do want to say something to the Spotify members. I now opened up memberships on Spotify. If you're interested in being a member, it's $4.99 a month. That's all. I give extra content just for Spotify because it's easy for me to record something and put it out, and there's some background information that I want to put out. So that's what you get, and you get every other episode of this program, Midnight Radio, for free. So those of you that have um, started with the memberships, thank you and welcome. Also, we're going to be starting up memberships for this show here on YouTube. We're going to start up memberships 1st of January. Uh, and that'll include the three tiers plus the third tier is a writing class. So all that coming up. Let's start with the program. All right, no dilly-dallying here. Somebody recently gave me a comment, and I, I don't take a f offense to comments. I really don't. I get something from them, even the most vile comments. I see where they're coming from. And somebody said, "Our last, my last video was clickbait. The news hadn't reported that there was a car abandoned in Eugene, Oregon. So I must be a liar. And I wasn't mad because obviously they didn't even watch the video we did, right? And... I mean, how can I be upset about that? It's just, okay, you said that, now move on with your life. So I have this, I have some information from the mainstream media about this article, about the story that we went over yesterday, about the Hyundai Elantra that was abandoned in Eugene, Oregon. And we're also going to clear up a lot surrounding this. There's a lot of misinformation. There's misinformation coming directly from the FBI, and I have proof about that tonight. Um, I swear the FBI stands for Federal Bureau of Misinformation. So we're going to clear that up. A lot of you guys in chat were saying somebody pulled the VIN and ruled it out. Not true. Again, we're going to go over this tonight, and we're going to start with this. And I'm really I'm having Banfield withdrawals. Come on, Banfield. I really miss her. She hasn't put out anything valid regarding this case. And when she does, she's always late about it. And Anyhow, enough of my complaining. It's the holidays, right? 
I'm Anjanette Levy here on Law and Crime, and we have some news to tell you about in the case of the four University of Idaho students Came who out were just murdered a, few hours a little ago. more than a month ago, just over five weeks ago. There is a photo or a group of photos floating around on the internet, and I've received a lot of messages about this. Mm-hmm. It is a white Hyundai Elantra in this photo and photographs without license plates and front end damage that has been found abandoned on a street corner in Eugene, Oregon. Now, we all know that Moscow police have been looking for a white Hyundai Elantra. I reached out to police in Eugene, Oregon, and they told And what did they say? Again, this is from a few hours ago. We reported this last night. Long gone. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I gotta. Stop it right here. What are they saying? This came out a few hours ago. I got the news breaking an hour before I went on the air last night. Told me that they have notified Moscow police about this white Hyundai Elantra. It has no license plates, it appears to be dirty, and also has front-end damage. I reached out to Moscow PD. Uh, A spokesperson there told me they are aware of the vehicle and they are working on it. So uh, this is an interesting... All right. They're working. They're aware of the vehicle. They're working on it. All right, so let's elaborate there. I went on a deeper dive for you. We started a little bit later tonight than we normally do. And for those sleuths out there that helped me in the background in the email... Uh, thank you very much. The email is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. The, the phone number is 325-261-0892. You guys can leave me voicemail messages about this stuff. This is about you guys. This show is about you. It's a conversation about you. Please hit subscribe. Please hit the notification bell so you know when we go live so we can have our conversations together, right? Uh, you guys are so helpful in this. All right, so... It's hit the mainstream now, no doubt. And we're going to go into hitting the mainstream. We're going to go with what Moscow Police Department says here in a minute, and what the FBI is saying. We're going to go into that. But before this, yesterday when we were doing the live, an hour after we got the information, an hour after I think it was even posted, somebody in the chat room, who I appreciate greatly, told me that, oh, yeah, some other YouTuber already broke this and they looked up the VIN. I got that footage. I got that information. I'm not impressed. I'm going to play it right now. Maybe just the audio because there's really not much to see. Again, there's nothing against this YouTuber. I'm not calling them a liar. I'm not trying to bust them out. But I don't find the information to be credible. Hello and welcome to my channel. It looks like there was a picture shared of some type of white Hyundai Elantra in Eugene, Oregon. I was live on my TikTok and I had somebody who is actually in Eugene, Oregon, right down the street. Okay, so this person was live on their TikTok. The original video did come from TikTok and the pictures, I believe, are from TikTok also. So that checks out. Let me look at the date of this video. This date was yesterday. So this is supposedly right when it went live. And if you look at the pictures that were taken of that car, 
It's not from the day it was posted. That car was already gone. So I'm just saying, again, I'm not saying that this person here is a liar, but let's use common sense here. Street from the car, take information of the VIN and send it to me. And I ran it and this is what I got. Okay, so I'm going to double up the speed of the audio so that we, we don't get a copyright strike. And again, I'm going to post the full link to what I'm playing here for you guys to check out on your own at, at regular speed. So no need to email me and say, hey, uh, that was fast. I know, I know. It's okay. Just watch the video. So this is going to be the post in the discussion group for the Idaho murders on Facebook. I got the VIN number sent to me. I looked it up. It's definitely a 2000. Got the VIN number sent. Okay. 2013 Honda Elantra. It's had a couple of recalls over the years. Again, the vehicle type sedan. It is a 2013 Honda Elantra. There's no salvage records, theft records, open recalls, and no previous lease. This is the listing history. Okay. So I'll show you this. Just a snippet. All right. Because this is the only relevant data as far as I'm concerned. Now on this, you see Rainbow Motorsport uh, net, the dealer. Okay, so that was the name of the sticker on it. So that's significant. So that leads me to think that maybe it is true. All right. And it shows from Rainbow Motorsports. So, okay, so my previous post on the car that was posted in the group that was abandoned in Eugene, Oregon. I did further searching and found out that there was a title two separate times. It doesn't give me a name, but it does say in October of 2018 in Texas, and then again in September of this year, 2022, in Colorado State, and it says the status is current. So hopefully the FBI will be able to get a plate that goes. So this was just a running of the VIN. It showed which dealerships it, it came from, a report when it was sold or not, and that's it. Um. For us to say that this is even true, it has to be verified. I find it odd that somebody was living there in Eugene, Oregon. This YouTuber was able to contact them and say, hey, go check that VIN and it still be there. And the police didn't impound it or anything. I find this, I find that hard to believe, but I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying it's not true, but I'm saying it is unverified. But the fact that it did have the motorsports on there leads me to think, okay, well, maybe. Um, I'm going to put a post to this, a link to this in the description. So you guys can check it out. Tell me what you think. We have a lot more that we're going to cover today. Here's some other examples. A person that photographs stars and astrophotographer looked at the photo of the white Hyundai Elantra and the reflection of the glass in the gas station. And, um, they use frequency spectral um, analysis to clear it up and do an analysis of it. Again, this is all big wasses, big tats, huge tats today, but there's some nice tats. So let me go to our next item here. We're going to go to that spectral, that astrophotographer, and we're going to go to that picture. And I'm not going to play this video, but again, a link to all this is going to be in there. I will show you the picture of it. And this is from the reflection of the glass. Right here. Again, this is the Hyundai Elantra that was at the gas station. Has the glasses. The reverse ball cap. The cap emblem. A chin beard. 
and just reflection noise. So they use this to look and take the shadow off the window and see an outline of a face. It looks a lot like, for those of you that are only listening, like a sonogram, really. Now, why is this significant? Again, this is a picture it was taken from before it was ran through the software. We're going to compare it. This video goes on to compare it to photos of Jack D. Jack D with a P on his hat. Jack D with glasses. Right there. What do you guys think? Somebody's asking in the chat room right now, can someone please tell me if in last night's show, Jerry, did he play the police service call for the Elantra? I missed last night's show. So, no, I did not. I'm sorry. But I will right now because I have it. Now, again, I'm not saying that Jack D did it. I'm just showing you this information that people are putting out there about him. I will say this. I will say this. The police today did say... It was not jackass. It was not jackass at all. And I have some additional information that you guys have asked me about, so that's why we're going over it. I'm not trying to be sensational, everybody. You guys ask. The people that watch ask. So I have some footage right after Kaylee and Maddie and jackass were walking towards a grub truck. We went over that footage. We looked at that footage. Have you told Adam everything, Maddie? That's the footage I'm talking about. And there's some boys that were walking uh, right after them, right after that. And their video is caught. And what they're saying is captured. And we're going to go over that tonight. After this message from our sponsor. I want you to look at what I've been drinking here. Somebody made a comment in the chat room about me being a workaholic and somebody jumped on him and say, and said, how can you dare say Jerry's an alcoholic just because he drinks an hour or a half hour a day when he does the show now? No guys, no, I don't drink at all. I drink, I drink Italian mineral water, Pellegrino. And I have been since I've been doing radio for some reason back in Oh five. I don't know. I don't drink. I wouldn't be able to function and do the show. If I drink, I just drink water and tea. All right, so going right along here. Somebody asked about the police call for that car, and I got it right here for you. All right, this is the actual audio from the police service call for this vehicle. 
Just tuning in, this is the actual audio of the police intercepting that car they found in Eugene, Oregon, the White Elantra. Charles. 
3295 Arrowhead Street, Crescent Spearmint, and Ginger, I'm at page 507, T. Charles. Patient's a 70-year-old male, constant breathing, he has throat cancer, and is bleeding from his mouth. Not alert. Full crash into a ditch. Hillard Road, milepost 4, I'm at page 63, Adam, on Farcom 3. Engine 15 for a single vehicle crash, unknown injury, Dillard Road, milepost 4. At page 63, Adam, on Farcom 3, 8211. For a BLS transport from Cottage Grove Hospital to Riverbend, room 7 at Cottage Grove. Now we're hearing about different things that are happening on the same call. This is a recording from when they first found the launcher. I want to put the whole thing on here so you guys can analyze it. Yeah, I missed it, but I'll clear it now. Copy. We're both 12121. No state damage. Engine copy. 1812. Engine 10, gurney inside. Engine 2 returning. Medic 76 train. 83. I'm 1288. Have a good evening. I heard them say some things about the, scra- the craft. Fire got engine 15. This is arrived in the area. Do you have any other information? 555. Zero. In route to St. Vincent's, I've got four souls, two hours of fuel. Risk assessment of four times around is one hour. That was an ambulance. Slowly in reality. All right, so that's it. Uh, there'll be a link to everything I'm playing here in the show notes. All right, I've got a lot more to cover tonight. Yeah, did you guys see that? <laughs> that's, they switched it over to a live feed of Elon Musk. Apparently, they feel like Elon has a message for you. And actually, he does in a way. I got an inside scoop about what's going on at Twitter right now, and it's quite interesting. If you're a member of our Spotify, I might tell you about it. Everybody's like, what? Okay. So before, I'm going to go into this. Uh, let Let me blow this up. I'll show you guys a little bit. So before I go into this right here, there was uh, Kaylee and Maddie and Jackass. They were walking by, going towards the grub truck. And then after they left, there were some males walking behind them. And it looks like they were all, I don't, we don't know. This is all speculation. While that's theory, we're all Fruit Loops. There are disclaimers done. They were walking. It looks, seems to me like they're all walking from the corner club. But we got audio of what they're saying what it seems like they're saying. So we're going to go over that. But before that, I have something else I'm going to play for you. And some of this involves you. Some of you guys have contacted me and let me know that you've talked to the police department in Moscow, giving them tips. Well, they have something they want to tell you. Let me find that. They got something for you. They put this out. And uh, by the way, you guys... You cyber sleuths are the ones that told them about the Hyundai Elantra they're currently investigating. But more about that coming up. But about this right here, this is brand new. This came out on the yesterday. 
Social media sleuths, social media sleuths disrupt Moscow homicides investigation and community. So you guys that called down there to Moscow, you would have talked to a lady right here. University of Idaho students last month, law enforcement say they can no longer keep up with the rumors and speculation about the case. The online sleuthing is also affecting the community. Lauren Patterson has more from Moscow. New tips about a white Hyundai Elantra near King Road the night of the attack have given investigators a better timeline about what happened in those early morning hours. Yet you're but complaining another challenge about it. for the police, aside from solving the case, is the rampant misinformation spreading online and in the media. Robbie Johnson is the public information officer for the Moscow Police Department. She says investigators simply cannot keep up with addressing the constant rumors and speculation about the case. That's why we're focused now on just the critical information we need to release that really actually helps the investigation. And we've seen... Ha, ha, ha. That's her voice. That is her voice. If you called in and talked to Moscow PD, somebody told me they called in. Thank you, Bella. Thank you so much. You guys, you keep this show going. I mean that. I'll tell you the reports that I have, and these are this is real information, guys. You guys are called, some of you guys called in and gave them tips and they were, you know, tips, but I mean, they weren't firsthand. And you said, well, it doesn't matter what the tip was, but you talked to this lady. And if you're in the chat room, you remember this conversation we had. And she said she took your information and then before she hung up, you could hear her say, oh my God, like you guys are idiots. Now, how dare they put out this information that, oh, they give us back, you know, these people, what are we going to do with all this? You got, you cyber sleuths are horrible. And your dog, you meddling kids. Thank you for the information, by the way. So I just wanted to put that out there. But this is a lady. This, these rumors that it, it's hurting people. And I don't know if people realize that. The rumors and misinformation also hurt the investigation. Tana Davis is an Idaho State trooper. She says, mo- no, your incompetence hurt the investigation. I'm sorry. The FBI lying hurts the investigation. Most of the criticism of how law enforcement has handled the case is coming from outside the community. Most of the people that are messaging us saying that we're not doing enough, not doing a good enough job. Oh, okay. That being said, don't call them unless you saw something or heard something. That's a tip. If you got it secondhand information or you have a theory, that's a wild ass theory or a wild ass speculation. That belongs here. You tell us about that. Don't go over to them with their tips. I mean, go to them with the tips. Don't give me your tips. They don't want to hear your wild ass theories. That's what we do here. So be careful. Don't go, don't message the police or the FBI and call them the, you know, low ranking jacker smacking drop shipping butterscotchers even if you think that they are don't do that that's a waste of time that's a waste of their time and a waste of your time you might feel a little bit better after you do though or why didn't we look here why didn't we do this are one not even in idaho and two have no clue how investigations work so oh you guys have no clue You have no clue how it works. You just leave us alone. Okay. Oh, it's unfortunate that they feel like they need to weigh in. Well, good job finding the Elantra, guys. Great job. Great job.
on this, um, which can be damaging to families as they're reading articles and uh, social media posts. You know what? Families just really stay off the internet for that. I get, I get a lot of stuff sent to me about, you know, different things. I call them trolls. And I, mostly everything I get is good, but some of it's bad. If you're a family member going through something like this, stay off the internet, please. And guys, I mean, you guys aren't doing this, but I mean, this broadcast does go out far and wide. And can re-traumatize. Johnson also says some of those rumors have led to online harassment of people who knew the four students. The harassment and rumors have caused many students to step back from social media. Vanessa Lopez graduated from the university last year. All right, we're not going to go into all that. But students, by all means, step back from social media. Please step back from social media. It's a good thing. It helps you study. Matter of fact, the best way to do that is a little device right here called the light phone. Can you guys see this? It's a little black. It's a little black box that's in my hand. I'm not saying social media is bad. I'm just saying there's a time and place. There's a time and place for it. Uh, we love social media. We're got, hey, hey, we're on it right now. I'm talking to you. You're talking to me. Social media powers this show, and I'm forever humble and thankful for you guys for that. I'm not saying social media is bad. I'm saying there's a time and place for it. All right, let's keep on going. So what is being said about this car? We're going to go into that right now. But first, let me kick on my main cam. What is, well, um, do we want to go more in the car? Yes. Let me, let me uh, button this up. And then we're going to go to the audio. Because we do have clear audio of what the guys are saying who came after Maddie and Kaylee. Let me pull this up here. Pull it up, blah, 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 blah. And this, this really pisses me off. All right. Let's talk about misinformation, FBI. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about it. This is your girl, Jennifer Coffendaffer, former FBI. Really? Now she's. Uh, basically a spokesperson for him. This is the misinformation she tweeted. Let me read it out to you guys, especially for those of you who are listening. According to Matthew Johnson News, Eugene PD said the wrecked Elantra is not connected to the Moscow homicides. Hashtag Idaho 4. Let me read that one more time. According to Matthew Johnson News, Eugene PD said the wrecked Elantra is not connected to the Moscow, Idaho homicides. This is a lie because, and I'll show you why. If you look at what he posted, and we will right now, and we're going to look at it on first. This is what he posted. So I got this information. I got this information. Let me uh, make sure you guys see this. I just got confirmation from the actual Moscow Police Department when I heard about what Jennifer Coffendaffer tweeted. At 5.19 a.m. on December 17th, a person called 911 saying a person was sleeping inside a vehicle. Officers responded to that call at W7th 
Place and Seneca Road. We have no information to indicate it is related to the Moscow, Idaho case. We sent the vehicle information to Moscow, Idaho, so they have it to review. What? A person is sleeping? That's some new information. That's not even the same thing. But let's go back. Let's click on what she actually said here. Matt Johnson. What did Matt Johnson say? He's been, all right, here we go. Let's click on this particular tweet. No information to indicate it is related to the Moscow ID case. We sent the vehicle to Moscow. Now, the Moscow Police Department said this. We are aware of a Hyundai Elantra in Eugene, Oregon. We are working with the local jurisdiction to determine if the vehicle is related to our case. And I'm not going to yell, but I want to. This was from 5.10 p.m. today. When was her useless tweet? It was... From 2.07 p.m. Misinformation, anybody? No, it's just, it's just a cyber sleuth. You don't know what you're talking about, guys. Oh. All right. So, yeah, I did get information that the Moscow police are on it. They now have the vehicle. They're trying to find out if it's connected. Is it possible it is? Yes, maybe it's possible right now. It has not been ruled out as of, I don't know, a few hours ago. They have it. So they're still working on it. It has not been ruled out. We don't have misinformation here. We have breaking news. You want misinformation? Go to Coffin Daffer and the FBI. I'm sorry. Um... No, I'm not sorry. They're put out misinformation to make you guys look stupid. I'm protective of you guys, and I don't appreciate it. It upsets me. I do have this breaking news before we go into our other thing right here. I'll play it for you because maybe you'll be interested in it. I think you might be. This thing just blew up on my screen. All right, here we go. This was breaking. They say uh, two detectives just showed up just now. Well, right before we started the show, they pulled up to the house. And look, it's not blurred out. And really, this is all there is to show, hmm? they're saying he has that forensic kit in his hand if I'm not mistaken and I probably am that might be for fingerprints Horrible. 
Sir, can you can you tell us what you were looking for while you were back at the house? Do you know anything about the Hyundai Elantra found in Oregon? Man, I feel bad for Brian, but I still want to throw a snowball at him. Brian didn't never, buddy. Man, it looks cold. Oh, my Lord. He's going to get a red chap face like your your pal here, Jerry, right? And they walk down the street. Man. Brian, Brian, Brian. Don't let him do it to you, Brian. Ah. A little more of this video left. Hey, Brian. This is Jerry breaking in. Where? Where's Banfield? What's Laura think about this? It's freezing cold there for sure. Wait a second. I heard them say something. Kill the kibasa. That's what I heard. Okay, moving right along here. Let's go to this story that you guys brought me that you guys are interested in. Um, you're asking me, like, hey, did you see this video where they're talking about the audio from the guys that were walking behind? They're walking behind the girls. And what were they saying? So here we go. I'm going to play a little bit of this. Again, everything I'm playing is used in fair use. I'm totally crediting the uh, YouTubers that put these videos together so that they can get more views for it. A lot of these are unknown, oddly enough. They're saying it says they're going to get you for this, Maddie. Now it's going to continually slow it down. Is he saying Maddie? Is he saying Randy? They're going to get you girls, Maddie. I'm going to put the link down in the description below. I want to know from you guys what you hear. I'm not going to play this whole video because that would be just wrong. And we're not like that here at Midnight Radio. But you got a taste of it. You definitely got a taste of it. Let's see what you guys think. All right, I got some more for you for sure. I got two things for you. We need we need to discuss it. We talked about there's a lot that we're not sure about in this case. There's one thing I'm damn sure sure of, and that is in the foodie truck video, the hoodie guy is jackass, not Jack D. Not Jack D is jackass. That's all I'm sure about. That's all I'm sure about, except 
there's one thing I'm pretty damn sure about too. And there's people, and there was somebody in our um, comment section was getting really upset and irate about it. And nobody was even in, engaging him in the conversation. But he kept saying this, saying this, saying this. He said he saw some YouTuber do an analysis of the voices on the cop cam video, and it was Maddie and it was Kaylee. Well, we're going to go over that after your voicemails. Guys. Thank you so much for your voicemails. I appreciate it so much. If you haven't yet, please vote on the poll that I have in the chat room right now. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys mean a lot to me. I mean that. And if you haven't voted in our community post, we'll let you know what it's about. We're starting an online radio station. You guys are helping with that. That's where your donations go. It goes for all the licensing that goes behind the scenes here. And for the actual broadcast you're listening to now, and it's going for the radio license, you know, the, the ASCAP, the BMI, and then that license you have just to stream over the internet. And then there's that third um, license just to be able to stream, have more of the songs that you guys want to hear. I'm willing to do that. You guys are willing to engage with me on this. Okay. Oh, hello there. This is the uh, stoner that called you all confused the other night. Yes, we got the stoner. Thank you for calling, everybody. Thank you. for we, we wanted to hear from you. We appreciate it. Please call back as often as you have a question. You're welcome here. No, I was just watching your show now, and you told me to call you back. So. Yes, I did. Thank you. Um, Missing you too, Sue. Uh, I'll try to get my thoughts in order. So. If you don't, that's okay too. I would like to say that I don't think they're going to tell anybody who is a suspect because the parents of the victims would probably murder that suspect before the cops got a hold of them. So I know if I was one of those parents and they told me that guy down the street's a suspect and had this, this, and this on him, they better hope I don't get to him before the cops do. And I'd be happy to spend my life in jail for something like that. And ironically, I live in Eugene, where they just found that car. And it is common to see abandoned cars here all the time. I'm surprised there's anything left of it, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying your show. Uh, uh, play some hippie rock on there for me. All right. Good night. Not only will I put some on there for you, I'll break into the live broadcast and dedicate it to you. Thank you very much. I do want to tell you this. Two things here. People like to keep mobile numbers private. Someone's telling me to use Skype. I will not use Skype. Skype is garbage. People want to keep their numbers private. I appreciate that. There's a setting I can do where it doesn't show your phone number at all. So I can enable that if you guys have an issue, although I think it's pretty safe with me. But I understand. If you guys don't want to call in, that's fine. I think we get enough calls. I do want to say this, though. I'd like to thank the Light Phone, too, because they're the ones now that are bringing you the the crystal clear audio quality that you're going to get. So we shouldn't have any more of that beeping in the background or anything like that now. So aim into that a lot better than Skype. I'll go in, you know, to more with you guys later. 
Hey, Jerry. My name's Rita. I sent you an email, and I put on there it was about E9 Harsh and the VIN number, but that's not a VIN number on that page on that other uh, YouTuber. But anyway, you can look at the other pictures. All right. Take care. Somebody put this on. I found that the police chief is a rookie only on the job for two years. Wow, I didn't hear that. Did I just hear a murder threat on that show? What are you guys talking about? I do want to say this real quick. We're going to have a New Year's Eve special. It's called the I Hate Jerry special. And for those of you that are watching this, I should have put this at the beginning of the broadcast, but I didn't want to jam it up with me talking. I want to get right into it. But if you hate me, please send me a voicemail message. 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. I appreciate it. We'll play that on the New Year's Eve special. I hate Jerry. And we are not going to be, I'm not going to be roasting you back. I just want to listen to it. Um, I want to take it. I don't want to give it out. So that's what it is. We also have the Kinder Feller Christmas special. We'll be doing that on the 23rd at 5 p.m. Appreciate you guys very much. It's going to be one hell of a show. We're going to get into a lot more than we did with Kinder Feller last time. Hi, this is Teresa calling from New Jersey with another speculation. I know you don't want speculations, but... Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Somebody has a good point. Jerry, what are you going to do if no haters call in? You're right. I haven't been getting any calls from the haters. I have had a few, and I deleted the, the old ones back then, and I'm like, oh, man, I should have kept it. So if we don't have any haters call in, don't worry. We're going to do something else. Uh, how could anyone hate you? That's crazy. You know, ever since I've been asking for hate, and I'm serious about getting haters voicemails, you guys have been voicemailing me how, many, how much you like me, and I've been getting emails about, you know, you guys like me, and I really appreciate that. And and now I'm getting more that you guys like me than anybody that hates me. So that's awesome. What I should, what I'm going to do from now on, I'm I'm going to keep all the hater voicemails and play it at the end of the year. So next year I'm going to be set up, but this year I'm a little scant. But don't worry, we're going to have a hell of a show anyway. All right, continuing. You can look into the to the two younger girls because. The one, I saw one video of comments that one of the young girls made or the father made about how he'd protect his daughters and he's back and he's 200 and, I don't know, 85 pounds of pure meat or something like that. I just thought that that was a really random that a father would mention that to his daughters about how he's buff and he's full of meat and he's going to protect his daughters and blah, blah, blah. But kind of weird as well as Maddie probably told the guy at the bar that Kaylee planned on dumping her boyfriend. And then the bartender told Kaylee's boyfriend what she, what her plans were. She was going to take off with a Range Rover with Murphy. Look into it. I know it. I have a teenage daughter and it's just so typical. It's so elementary. All right. Thank you guys very much. I want to say again, the Moscow Police Department put out today, and they didn't release the name. They just said the hoodie guy that we cleared is not 
involved again. They, I'm not hearing anything more that Jack D is not involved. They don't keep reiterating that. Okay, now let's see where we're at. Okay. I think that one's just a butt dial. Hey, uh, I got an idea. What you got? Maybe the girl didn't make the phone calls. Maybe the person who killed him made the phone calls just for an alibi or to throw the detectives off. Thank you. That's a good point. So I thought about that. And maybe that's true. A lot of you have said that. Uh, let's look at that. So somebody did that. I'm trying to see if I have an example of that phone. Somebody would have touched it and probably got their fingerprint on it. And maybe they did. Maybe they have fingerprints, but they're just trying to um, really just blow somebody's alibi out of the water. Maybe they already know who did it, but maybe somebody wore a glove. It's hard to wear a glove and touch a phone. Now, here's what I would look at. If I, if I was in charge of this investigation and not just a Fruit Loop Internet sleuth, I mean, if I had really a lot of knowledge about crime and they paid me to ask me questions, this is what I would tell the police. Let me use my light phone here as an example. I mean, it's, it's not exactly the same. But you take this right here, okay, and you have somebody touching the screen, and then you have somebody wiping it off. What do you notice? The edge of the phone. This has a case on it, so not so much. But in this part right here, let me show you. On the top, the, where the screen touches a case, and on the sides where it has where the phone is normally clamshell together, I would look for epithelial DNA in that, some sweat. Um, mitochondrial DNA takes years to get because I have to completely sequence it. But that being said, I think that phone should be definitely looked at if it hasn't already. Maybe you'll hear it in the news and on Banfield tomorrow. Hey, they're taking a second look at the phone and looking at the DNA on it. Uh, we didn't think about that. But yeah, there might be something there. Hey, you don't need to play it on the show, but the reason why you're red is probably because you're lacking magnesium. Just did a whole study. Check out Dr. Berg on YouTube. He's very good about it. It's, it's, you're lacking magnesium. Got the same thing. Thanks. Okay. I'm sorry. I just felt like making faces. I wasn't making it at your, your message. I don't know. I just randomly felt like that. Uh, so I want to say this <clears throat> about that. I, I remember when I told you guys, I went to the doctor last week. I wasn't joking. I really did go to the doctor and all of my tests were done. I'm in excellent health. I'm not lacking anything except some vitamin D. And that's because I don't see the light of day. Um, the reason why I think I was red other than attractive ladies in the chat room is because a couple nights before, you know, so the night before somebody said I was so red, I had to spend some time outside in some really harsh weather, 20 something degrees doing something. And I think it chapped my face. Uh, I think, I think the red is a little bit better tonight. You guys think my skin is nice and supple. All right. 
Oh, hey, I'm calling in reference to the program. Right. I'd rather not have any um, speculation um, put on the television, but I do believe that Kaylee's boyfriend actually committed the crime. Um, the do me a favor, guys. If you guys don't want this played on the show, don't call me. The get-go? And you can email I me, though. I do believe that the reason why Kaylee and Ms. Madison were calling the boy, Kaylee's boyfriend is because they wanted to know where the dog was. Because they were ready to go to the bed. And since the dog slept with Kaylee and Madison, Good they point. wanted to know from the boyfriend where the dog was because it was promised probably to be at the house. And they wanted to know where the dog was. They were ready to go to bed. That's all. Thanks. Bye. Why wouldn't you want that played on the show? It's a wild-ass speculation, and I think it's a good one. Yeah, so if you guys don't want a, a voicemail message played on the show, when you guys call in, there's a warning that it's going to be played on the show. That gives me legal clearance to play it. Um, if you don't want it played on the show, just send me an email, guys, and say, you know, I don't... Yeah, just do that. Yes, I, I watch the show on air, on YouTube, and I would like to know where is whatever happened to the guy that went to Africa named Jack? Is he back in the USA now? All right. I haven't answered that. Of course, she's referring to Jack S. And we couldn't verify if he did go to Africa. His friends said he, he didn't, and all that's rumors and speculation. The police department says that he's not a suspect. Um, there's even people getting Jack D and Jack S mixed up, but I hope we've worked through that now, people. So you've learned two things, that Jack S is definitely ruled out as a suspect as far as the Moscow police are saying, and they keep reiterating it. You've learned that Jack S was a hoodie guy, not Jack D, and you've learned that the police department and the FBI, regardless of what that lady said, that used to work the FBI, Matter of fact, I want I want to sh name her just to shame her, Jennifer Coffindaffer. Regardless of what Jennifer Coffindaffer said, they're still working on clearing that vehicle. It is in Moscow Police Department now. The FBI are working on it. It is not cleared. They don't know it's a, if it's connected yet. And here's breaking news for you. When they find out, they're not going to tell you. 95% chance you're not going to know. But what you will notice is that this investigation is going to start moving forward, and it's time that we did too. Thank you for calling very much. Hi there. Um, I just looked up Rainbow Auto Sales, and there's one in Bellingham, Washington. I don't know if that's close to Moscow or not. Thank you. I know where they found the car in Eugene, Oregon was eight hours away. I was just wondering what was going on that Jack S. was wearing the same style of clothing as Jack D. wears. And okay, we already went over that. All right, I am opening up the phone lines right now. The phone lines are now open if you want to call me. Is Jack S. cleared? The police department says jackass is cleared. That's what they keep saying. 
That is what I heard. That's what they're saying. That's not what Jerry's saying. I'm just reporting on what you what they're saying. They said that today. They're not reiterating that Jack D is cleared. Um, right. So there we go. Okay, the phone lines are now open. I'm taking your phone calls. Uh, this section of the program is brought to you and made possible by the technology of the Light Phone 2. A hundred times better than Skype. This section of the program Midnight is caller brought line. to you Please made mute possible your computer. by the technology of the Light Phone 2. Is your computer muted? Yes. Okay. How can I help you? What's your name and what state are you from? So this is Laura Gay calling from Seattle area, Washington State. Okay. What do you got for us? And uh, I just really, really want to talk about how Jay, uh, Jack S and Jack D, we don't want to talk about their clothes being the same, but there's a reason for it. And other theories are talking about this is all organized by the frat boys. They planned it for a while. And the plan was that Jack D was going to be playing the baby's boyfriend. And I've been texting, you know, in the chat thing. What about that frat conversation? Didn't you see that? Yeah, the frat conversation on Reddit, yes. Uh, actually, it wasn't Reddit. It was 4chan. Is that what you're talking about? Right. Yeah, I have yeah, a link to that. And uh, the guys talk about the murders. They talk about the timing. They talk about how it's done. They talk about walking out. I mean, I can't believe no one's talking about that. We talked about it a couple nights ago. We did, and... Um, I'll tell you what, I can put a link to that in the show, in the description below, so you guys can read it. But you're absolutely right. They did, and uh, 99% of the time, everything from 4chan is bullshit. They do it as a game. It's called LARPing. They do it to see if they can put something out that sounds authentic, that people will run away and uh, report as real information, and then then they laugh at them. That being said, I agree with what you said. There's some of the things in there that sounded legitimate. Uh, well, the window, being able to see over there, mm-hmm. I mean, being, um, being able to see over there, the time, uh, of how long it took for the murders to take place. That sounded legitimate. What was going the, the on in the frat? About, yeah. The conversation about Ethan during rush, there was a problem from way back when. Mm-hmm. And then you even showed it. They walk around the corner. They said, he goes, they're going to get you for that. Yes. So there is a grouping. There's a, a division. There's a grouping. And, you know, I'm sure the police know about that. But one thing about young people is they don't hide their conversations. They're a little lax about that. So we can see what's going on. And I just... I mean... They're trying to set Jack D up. It's really obvious. Um, so you think the frat is trying to set Jack D up? In a backhanded way. It's pretty obvious to me. And I thought from the get-go that this was a planned 
um, saying that there's more than one involved, but only one, I think only one person ran in. I, I can't imagine how there can't be any evidence, blood evidence outside if there was more than one. So, another thing is on that, they even talk about the fact that one of the fathers has a cleaning service, so bam, bam, you've got shoe covers ready in and ready for the deed. That's an interesting theory. I heard that before, but you reminding me, I've heard that, that they're trying to set Jack D up. He's the perfect fall guy. He would be. What do you think about that picture that we showed tonight about the astral photography, where they look through the window of that picture and they can make out an outline? I'm sorry. It looks like Jack D. It does kind of resemble him, but I mean, not that it is. But if it's Jack, I'm sorry. But if it's Jack S, dressed up to look like Jack B, like some theorists are suggesting, and you don't want to talk about it, but if that's going on, I mean, that's a pretty easy way to set somebody up. The other factoid that, well, the other issue that I keep hearing about is that Adam's brother has a white Elantra that the guys, all the guys had access to. I appreciate your calling in. I have. You're welcome. Have a good night. All right. Thank oh, you. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say this. Go ahead. I'm about to, <laughs> have you seen the video? There was two different videos put out about the cop cam. And there was one that was the short one. That's the one that I have up on our video section. And that's the one where you can hear a girl in the background. And then there's the long one from Law and Crime. Have you watched the short one yet? It sounds clear to me that it's Maddie saying, stop. That's what I think. That's what you think. Good. We're about to play that and talk about that. So thank you for calling. We'll go over that right now. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate you guys calling in. Thank you. All right, so let me play this video for you guys real quick. Um, If you guys can, try not to call in just for a few seconds. I don't want to mute the line. But just give me a minute while I play this, and then you guys can call in. Um, I want to be able to get to this tonight. All right. Again, I want to set the scene back up with you. This is the body cam video. This is the short one that's... Yeah, this on our website or our our page, the videos. And on this, you guys remember where the field is, right? It's called the band field, oddly enough. It's right behind the frat house, and it is some distance back from the actual murder house. If you need me to, let me know in the chat. I'll bring up our murder map. But I want you to listen to this, and I want you to hear the talking in the background. Midnight caller line. All three of you. You too. I'm sorry. Midnight caller line. Go ahead. Midnight caller line. Do you have a comment or question for us? I got some wrong numbers. 
What's up with that? Okay, let me go ahead and play this. How old are you guys? You've been drinking, Take boy. Twenty-one. Yeah. Nineteen. Okay. Let me take this part to break in here and tell you this. Um, if the police stops you and asks you a question, don't answer it. You don't have to. You guys told him you were drinking. You told him how old you were. He wouldn't have known. He'd had to have let you go. Just saying. What's your name? I can't confirm or deny that, officer. I asked you what your name is, boy. Well, out of all the amendments, the fifth one's my favorite, officer. Midnight caller line. How can I help you, sir? All right, this is getting ridiculous. Okay, come on. Midnight caller line. Oh, my goodness, Jay. Yes, it's Jay. It's Jay. This is Laura. Hey, Laura. How are you doing? Oh, my word. I can't believe I'm actually speaking to you. Because I am watching you live. And I finally find out how to ring you. <laughs> how do you call from Ireland? How does that work? Well, I find out how to do it. I can't call from my mobile, but I can from my house phone. Okay. I know. So crazy. So I am ringing you tonight because I just want to know if any of your other, you know, anybody that subscribed to your channel um, does think in their heads that it could be somebody that has not already been mentioned in the media. You know, this, we've heard so many jacks, jakes. If I hear another J, oh my goodness, I, I, I can't comprehend. I know. It almost makes me feel bad. Think, my name starts with a J. Yes. Oh, I know, but Jerry, come on now. It's you. You're, you're allowed to be a J. So you think that it was some, you think it's somebody that we haven't heard about before? Yeah. I do believe that the person that has done this is on the backlash of somebody else. Really? He's in the background. This person has done this for his own gratification, mm-hmm. but this person that made it got him to do this. Mm-hmm. It's the reason for that person. It's all about money. Do you know the name? Uh, you don't have to well, give I it to me. I know. I, I I know because oh. I'd be wrong if I said yeah well I do know mm-hmm. in my opinion right I mean I believe I, I am aware of who this could be okay just wanted to I know I have followed like you know you know yourself because I have been in contact with yourself mm-hmm. did you tell me a name but I would I would be well I, I, right I don't now, I don't on, want you to on, tell on me no, no, no. I don't want you to tell me a name right now. I'm just asking. No. Okay. Right. That wouldn't be right. No, no. But I would just be interested to know if any of your, you know, your subscribers, anybody who watches your channel has thought outside the box. I, think, I, I would just love, I would, I would love the input. Okay. So what you mean, and I think everybody here in the Fruit Loop Bowl think, or is thinking outside of the box, but... Do, does anybody have any theories about possible suspects, wild ass theories and speculations of someone that might be that isn't yeah. the same ones all the time? 
Yeah, because we're constantly hearing the same names, the same people. You're right. That that is a good question. We are, and I I, I do believe when we hear when when which I hope I really hope and pray it is really soon. I do too, and that's that we find out who has done this. You know, I am away across the other side of the world, and this, as you know, this is consuming my life. I am I cannot comprehend what has happened, and I hope and pray that this person is held responsible for for the actions that has happened. I don't believe one person has done this. Yes, but on the backlash. Somebody else. Wow. So you're thinking they did it for somebody else? Yeah, for money. Wow. Yeah, that's that's one reason I put the thumbnail I put up today because that that's really my wish is that this comes out by Christmas. I would really like to see it. In all fairness, what the families and the friends. I'm sure going through, we will never understand. We're not in that position. Even if it was to come out before Christmas, okay, well, can you say that I'm so glad I found out who killed my daughter for Christmas? It's never going to be the right time, ever. No. No matter when it is. You're absolutely right. It just needs, we just need to know. It just needs to be done. Sooner rather than later. Whether it be before Christmas, New Year, Easter, we just need to, it just needs to happen. Can I ask it you? Needs to be justice. So, is this somebody with, in your opinion, somebody within the, not a, not the friends, but an acquaintance, somebody that knew him? The person I believe that has commit has done this. Yes. He, yeah. Well, well, they, they knew of him. They knew of him. Okay, yeah, it was a loose, yeah. loose acquaintance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they knew him. I think you're right. And that's a sad state of affair. Obviously, you know, there's another guy that I have come across on, you know, within your channel, and we have been talking, mm-hmm. and. I can't actually believe that he's on the same stream as me because I've never, I haven't seen anyone else that has had the same thought. I got a question for you. I don't believe. Do yeah. You, do, Go you, on ahead. do you, um, I'm about to play the footage of the Motorola cop cam here, the short video. And there's somebody talking in the background it sounds like they're joking. Yeah. They're saying, stop it. They're behind the cop. Do you think that is Kenny right. and Maddie? Or do you, do you think that is, is them? There's some people that are saying that because somebody on YouTube said it and they're an expert. Uh, you're, you're talking about the actual footage from the officer? Are you talking about yes. his body cam? Yes, the actual no, footage from the it, officer. It, does, it, doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like them. I have watched so many of their YouTubes are not YouTube TikToks. It doesn't sound like the girls. I, in my opinion, I don't believe it does. It's too close also. Especially, like, obviously, yes, there wasn't that much of a distance between where the place were and where the house is. Mm-hmm. But I don't, 
it doesn't, I don't believe it sounds like any of the graphs. Okay. I think, I think you're right. We're going to go over that though, because there's some people, they get mad just because nobody is engaging in that part of the conversation. And I, I don't understand. Oh, why. Yeah. Well, I can, I can understand. I think people are getting so mad at so much of what is going on. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> you know, everybody is. There's so much, but there's so much to take in. There's so many possibilities of who this could be. I've never come across any, like anything like this, but there's so many people could be involved. You're right. There is something I heard today, and someone put it in the chat room again, so it reminded me. And they released this today that Jack S. is not involved. They called him the hoodie guy because they don't want to put out his name. They said, yeah. again, okay, yeah. he's not involved, and that there's 60 FBI agents now assigned to this case. 60 of them. Yeah, well, I, I heard that also. To be honest, I actually feel for that guy because I really think he his heart was in the best place. Mm-hmm. I do think he was genuinely trying to make sure that they were going to get home safe. I, I do I do believe that, mm-hmm. and I do feel sorry for what I have read, the things that are going out about him. I, I do feel for him. I think so too. Once we were able to see that footage of yeah. of him walking beside him, you can see that it it does look like the accounts we heard from his friends where yeah. he was trying to make sure that they were safe. And yeah, definitely. And they ditched him. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And and Joe V is I totally a, agree. And then Joe, the guy that was talking about it, it seems like he was the instigator on that. You know, he was the one being mean to him and make oh, fun of him. Oh, definitely, he was. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. And that whole f off, that was to him. That was not to Jackass. That was to him. Yeah, it was to him. So definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, I feel qualms about that. So somebody contacted that was me. To him. Somebody contacted me and they said that they knew a, they had a friend that was close friends with him and they were going to get us an interview with him. But yeah, but that fell through because they wanted me to go on TikTok and and interview him there. And I'm, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So so you guys are wondering, we're not going to be interviewing Joe V, but I, to me, he was dishonest no, with I, what I, he I, has. I don't believe well, you shouldn't have to. No. He has said, he, in all fairness, like, the guy, a lot of people are saying, you know, he's soft, you know, all the rest. No, I'm sorry, that guy was there. He's had his little part of fame, whatever. Uh, no, nah, I don't see it as an issue. <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, there's one other thing yeah. I want to clear up is I do want to clear. So Jack S and Jack D, Jack D is not the hoodie guy at all. And No, no, no. And according to you, the person that you're thinking it is is not even Jack D. So you don't think it was Jack D at all. I, I don't think Jack D. Okay. Carried it out. Right. Yeah. So Jack S and Jack D, we cleared that up. The hoodie guy's Jack S. And the, I also want to clear up. The hoodie up guy Jack S, yeah. I have, I've looked into that guy. I could, I know his whole family tree. Yes. <laughs> so sad. I know, but yes, I do. No, Jack Jack S, I do firmly believe he was he had the girls in dress at heart that night. 
for whatever reason, I can't say. I, I don't know. I don't believe he had any part in it. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Jack D um, did not cry this out. What's that? Does he have a part? Oh. Jack D. Uh-huh. I, well, I said was Jack D. I do not believe Kai does out. Does he have a part? Might say. Oh, okay. Maybe he does. So maybe he's involved in some way. Um, so I just wanted that to really be cleared up with the evidence we do have that Jack D is not the hoodie guy. That was Jack S. And I also want to clear it up that this audio in the background on this cop video is not, mm-hmm. is absolutely not from the house. I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I that's don't just. It, is. it does not sound like any of the girls. Well, I've never, I don't, I haven't, well, apart from actually TikToks of Zena. Zena, I don't know, I pronounce it Zena. I don't know how it's pronounced in America. That's correct. But I say Zena. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that right? Yes, that's, that's correct. Yes. But um, I don't believe it's any cigars. No. I don't either. And to me, it's as clear as like spaghetti doesn't rain from the sky. <laughs> I mean, there's no. <laughs> Beyond a shadow of a doubt, but somebody on YouTube yeah. in their video said they're an expert and they think that's it. Doesn't it's not even close to where the girls were at. They mm, drove home. No. They didn't exactly. walk. Exactly. But I want to go over that and clear that up so we can look at real things. All right. Thank you for calling. Yeah. I appreciate it very much. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm actually so glad to actually have a proper conversation. I know. And thank you so much, and we can all just live in hope and that this is gonna. I'm glad that you guys can call from Ireland. We have a lot of yeah, people from I'm so Ireland. Glad I, figured it out. <laughs> I never knew that that worked. Thank you very much. It's good talking with you. Oh, okay. All the best. Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you. Again, that was Laura. Thank you very much. Okay, you guys are complaining about the audio quality. I mean, she was calling from across the pond. You guys said it got cleared up, but let me try something here. All right, we'll see how that goes. All right. Perhaps that will be better. You have to have, when you're doing a live show, you have to have many things to go to do the same thing. So if you guys could try to hold your phone calls right now while I play this video. And I want you to listen closely. I'm going to, up the volume on this but to reiterate what laura says because it was important they've been working on a suspect who's not in the mainstream of the names you've heard before and they feel like they might have done the crime at the behest of somebody else they have they've been researching this have information on it they're going to hold on to that They're going to hold on to that. And it'll be, they'll be releasing it when the time is right. They don't want to blame anybody or put any false information out there. They're working on this in the background. Okay, let me play this video 
Let's clear this up. Let's really clear this up tonight. The reason why you didn't stop back there? Yeah. That was it right there, fortuitously. Audio all the way up. I stopped back there? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That's it. This is in the banfield. This is way far from the house. Guys, maybe it's good I get you mad. There's some people that are angry about saying there's experts that talked about this. You guys should talk about it. They know what they're talking about. If they're an expert on this, that just defies common logic and sense. Hello. Uh, hold on a second. All right. I'm going to play this for you guys a couple more times and I want to see what you're saying here. And I got some breaking information about something else. Yeah. We saw him talking to him. Right. So we didn't know. Yeah. Somebody in the chat room said, Jerry, I, I'm not trying to be rude about this, but the fifth amendment only applies if you're on trial or you're arrested. Let me tell you something. You do not have to speak to the police. If you don't want to, you don't, they can put you in jail for not answering their questions and you can deal with that later. All right. I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying don't comply. I'm saying nobody has the right to demand you speak. You cannot say anything and have your lawyer deal with it later. That's my point. Okay, well, yelled at you guys and then turned around because you. 99% of the time, the only evidence the cops have is what's given to them. What the people give to them. I'm not telling you how to commit a crime and get back with it, get away with it. I'm just trying to say. Walked up on him. I yelled at you guys. You didn't stop. No, I did not hear you. Right. Yeah. Well, let's walk back over here, okay? Sure. Again, yes, that's not a sound you'd hear from the distance. Uh, we saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't know. Yeah. Okay. 19. 19? Yep. Okay. Stop it. Stop. Come on now. It's not from the house. Now, if what I'm saying makes you upset in any way, that's great. I hope so. I want you to call the phone number 325-261-0892. Tell me what you think about me. How do you feel about me giving this information out? If you want to help the show, or I'm sorry, uh, hurt the show and get me off the air, tell me what you think about it. And uh, we'll play it on the New Year's Eve show. Thank you very much. If you don't like it, let me know. Breaking news from your girl, Banfield. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any Banfield. I wish I did. But I do got this. I find it very disturbing. You want to talk about trolls? I'll give you some trolls. Damn it. I like trolls. They just don't want to come out and play anymore. 
A pair of tech hijackers facing a list of felony charges in a nationwide swatting spree. A jury in uh, L.A. indicted two men accused of taking over home security systems, pranking police, and then taunting them. Eyewitness News reporter David Gonzalez with the story. Home security cameras meant to keep families safe across the country were allegedly taken over by two men who placed fake 911 calls to the homes and then taunted wow. authorities who responded. It's very, very dangerous uh, to the victims especially and, and to police officers as well. Kaya Christian Nelson of Wisconsin and another man, James Thomas Andrew McCarty from North Carolina, have been indicted by a federal grand jury in Los Angeles for making a dozen swatting calls nationwide over a week period. Dozen swatting. Oh, come on. Name and shame. Let me get you. Oh, how do you feel now? Oh, look at you. Up there on Christmas time looking all silly because of the dumbass stuff you did. These two guys right here. Look at this. How much time did they spend in their mother's basement? Look at those pale faces. Their faces aren't even red. Oh, my goodness. You should be ashamed of yourself. Come on, man. In Los Angeles for making a dozen oh. calls nationwide over a week period in November 2020. So, hey, uh, Sweet Cheeks, uh, I just noticed you came in this prison. What are you in here for? I was on the internet, and I, uh, uh, I pulled a joke. Well, I think them kind of jokes are sexy, boy. Why don't you come over here and tell me about it? 20. The U.S. Attorney's Office says homes targeted included one in West Covina and another in Oxnard. There's always a chance that, uh, you know, if the, if, you know, somebody could get shot, somebody could get killed. Nelson and McCarty are charged with conspiracy, unauthorized access to a protected computer to obtain information and aggravated identity theft. Pro Boy, them some pretty sweet ears, uh-huh. Prosecutors say both men allegedly worked with other co-conspirators, including minors, to gain access to ring home security cameras using stolen Yahoo. Do you guys ever notice that around the holidays, around the special time of year, they're always doing these news reports about ring cameras? This is a negative one. It's the first one, though. Who usernames, passwords, and emails found on the Internet. These two individuals got this information they cross-checked it with information from Ring accounts, and then they used that, if it was the same password especially, they used that to gain unauthorized access into the Ring account. Officials say the suspects would then allegedly make the fake emergency calls to police and watch authorities respond to these homes. In some cases... You know, I'm kind of imagining this going like this. You got this, their parents, hardworking guy. That's how these kids can afford to have time to mess around like this instead of working. So their father, I don't know, I'm thinking he's an airline pilot or something. He comes home. You know, the mother is a house mother, but she dresses nice. You know, has nice makeup on, a purple dress or whatever. And they're sitting around the table eating in a fine restaurant. You know, you have the music playing in the background. You have the violin. Da, 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 da. You have the kids sitting there eating his whatever, his chicken fried steak, or whatever they eat at these fine restaurants. I'm Southern, I'm not sure. And then you have the cop, get on the ground. Ah, ah, ah. You know, the parents are just up in, uh, up in arms and everybody there in the restaurant is like dropping their wine glasses, you know, and they're taking this kid and they're putting the elbow on his face and it's all smushed and his ears. Ah, ah, ah. What did you do, boy? 
Prosecutors say Nelson and McCarty would verbally threaten first responders through the ring doorbell camera. What's alleged in the indictment is that they... SWAT, open up. No, uh, you get back. Or, you know, you guys are stupid buttheads. I'm not opening up. You're not going to make me. Ah. Um, basically, live when trolling goes wrong on social media. <laughs> I got him. LOL. I'm streaming this live. Uh, and sometimes taunted responding police officers. Nelson is currently in prison after being convicted of phoning in fake bomb threats and reports of an active shooter at a high school in Kentucky. McCarty has also been indicted on a separate Arizona case involving cyber stalking and making bomb threats. If convicted on the... Some... Oh my gosh, I want to repeat this, but I can't. Conspiracy charge, both men face five years in prison. The U.S. Attorney's Office urges everyone to change their passwords often and to have different passwords for every account to help protect you against swatting attacks. In Orange County, David Gonzalez, ABC7 Eyewitness News. Hey, I'm noticing something going on in the chat room right now, and I want to talk to this about this right now because I'm, the phone lines, I want you guys to call in right now. Uh, so you guys were saying the audio sounded bad on Laura, and yeah, she is... She called all the way from Ireland, which was, I swear, it was amazing to hear from her. It wasn't her fault. I think it was on my end. So I need one of one of you guys to call in. Or Laura, you can call back in. I swear, I don't think it was your phone. It was something I did. So, you know, on live radio, guys, sometimes this stuff happens. I got like, uh, but I got professional equipment. I have t 20 different ways to do a single thing. So I switched something up. It's not Laura's fault. Somebody call in. We're about to end this live stream right now. Let me make sure I, I hit everything. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think it was my fault. Somebody's having a special Christmas party. Matter of fact, do I have your pictures? Because I want to put them up here again. Because somebody's having a special little Christmas party. I bet it involves some mistletoe and a pretty big candy cane. Midnight caller line. Do you have a comment or question? Hey, Jerry. I was calling to help you out with the audio, see if it's working okay. I do have it working now. Thank you so much. Yes, it wasn't Laura's fault, guys. Matter of fact. No. No, no. She was sweet. It was so good to hear to hear her voice, and the fact that, that she could call was great. Um, did you have something you want to say before I let you go, though? Um, yeah, I, I talked to you about my theory a couple of days ago. Um, so I'm going to repeat it because that's what I do. <laughs> um, I still feel that if there's this many FBI, all this stuff about all this kids, this, this, you know, J, 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 K, L, M, N, O, P, they're all just a distraction. I, I still feel that this is some sort of a, like a serial killer situation. I, I do think, and I'm not trying to disrespect any kind of God's people. I'm a faith person myself, mm -hmm. but that one little crazy church there has drawn in a lot of strange people. Uh, the girl's house was sitting in a fishbowl. You could see it from everywhere. And if it just, somebody took the time to case them around, they would know about going in and out of the house and who's coming and going and if the door's locked and where the dog is. I mean, like, if you know, a, a serial killer is not just going to, oh, one afternoon just wander in there and start stabbing the hell out of people. They're going to plan that. So that's just, that's, 
that's why I think it's it's not one of those local kids. I'm currently uh, studying. Just, I'm currently studying the garden. I always say garden, the Golden State Killer right now. And one of the things he would do is he would stalk the house weeks before he ever did anything, and he would make sure he disabled the locks on the house so he could go in there at his will. And that kind of brought this idea to me that maybe somebody was, if there was a serial killer or a stalker involved in the murder. Or be in the house before they got home. I definitely think that's a possibility. And there was a video I was going to play about that tonight, but I don't have time. I'll play that on tomorrow morning show. We'll be here at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Um, Boom. Yeah. I'll send you a voicemail about that. Send me a voicemail. That's something I don't like about you, Jerry, 5 a.m. That's something I don't like about me either, but we do it. (laughs) I understand. I'm just kidding you. Thank you very much. I'm going to... I'm going to move. I'm going to uh, let you go because I want to see if I can get Laura to call back because I want to test the connection to Ireland. I'll catch you later. Thank you so much. Yeah, again, the the problem wasn't with uh, Laura. Laura, if you could call back just to give us a voice check, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, In the meantime, I want everybody to look at these two guys that are going to have a special Christmas. A special Christmas. I might write a song about it. I do have a special Christmas gift for you. Something, a little something I wrote for you. I'm going to share that. Midnight radio. How did you know I was going to phone back? See, look, <laughs> see how clear you are now. Well, I can't, I, I can't. obviously I pause mm-hmm. my phone whenever I'm calling you. So there's no interaction. Yeah. No. So I can't hear. I'll not hear until after. I know you'll hear it after, but you'll notice the difference. Again, guys, that was not Laura's fault. Laura, it was not your fault. It was my <laughs> fault. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, because I only have my house phone. So I can only, I, I have tried loads of times, as I've said to you, from my mobile. It doesn't work for my mobile for some reason. I don't know why. But my house phone, I, I found out how to ring you from my house. It works so, great. Yeah, that's all I'm using. I have nothing else. I have no mic. I don't... To be honest, I have my phone on loudspeaker, so I don't even have my my mic to the mic right now on off the phone. So yeah, it sounds good. Matter of fact, a connection from your house is always the best quality. It was my fault. Uh, sorry about that. I feel like I misrepresented you. Oh, uh, you don't light- need to say sorry to me. Well, I feel don't like don't say I, sorry to me. I feel like I'm. <laughs> I feel like I misrepresented no. you and I misrepresented the light no. phone company that's providing the phone service. So it's like I say. I always think to myself, those that matter don't mind, and those that mind don't matter. Yeah. I don't think it really bothered anybody that much, though. I don't uh, th- yeah, because it sure as hell doesn't bother me. And then you did say, I don't think I bother her. She's Irish. I'm not just Irish. I'm Northern Irish. Yeah, that's true. And I'm from Ballymena Head. <laughs> that is true. And it's damn hard to ship you a, to ship you a hat. <laughs> but good news on that note. I found out, I'm like, hey. Oh, I, please I, don't. Is it coming? No, I'm still working on it, but I'm closer because uh, I can I can I, get it. It's, yeah. it's not just you. There's other people from Northern Ireland that are watching, and I don't want to be blocked off, but I found a way to oh, get. Oh, no. I I knew that. I am. I, I see. I see some support. <laughs> this, is a, um, this is a challenge for me, but we're getting closer to it because I figured out, I'm like, hey, I can get a manufacturer in Ireland to help me out. So I'll have a yeah. connection directly in Ireland. I'm working on that. 
and you know what? I even have said to my friends and like my my children, like maybe I shouldn't have entered the competition, but I just really want the hat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, it's I know a it good sounds thing. so sounds so petty and silly, but if you can send it to me, oh my goodness, I will wear it with pride. That would I promise awesome. you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're... I really will. If you can't, well then I if I can my alternative. If I can't, then I'll find something else to do, but I still think we can. I don't yeah. think you're going to let me down, Jerry. No. I'm going to try I don't believe to. you are. I know. Well, I better let you go because I've held up you. Oh, that's fine. So much tonight. No, it, it helped a lot. I finally got <laughs> these, these phone I'm issues. I'm actually in awe that I have spoke to you. Yeah, it's good to hear from it you It's been a total privilege. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad you liked the show. Oh, I, I love the show. So we got the I it. We got the connection. <laughs> we got the connection on the phone yeah. line fixed for not only Ireland but everybody. I'll now. put you on speed dial. Okay. You'll be on my speed dial now. Oh yeah, do that. Um, <laughs> and keep us keep us updated on the the investigation that you guys. Oh, are doing. you know I will. All right. Uh, you know I will. All right. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. All the best. You too. Bye. Bye, Laura. That was Laura, everybody. Thank you for calling, Laura. That's that's awesome that we get callers from Ireland. Um, there's something else really weird. I was I was looking through the demographics of the show, or you know, who who's watching, and uh, there was this one foreign country that was like blowing everything else out of the water. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It was like it wasn't Russia. It might have been Belgium or something. I was I was shocked. So again, guys, let's see. Let me cut off the phone line now. Uh, I really appreciate you guys calling. When the voice line is not open, one thing you can do is leave us a voicemail message. We're going to have a show tomorrow at 5 a.m. So, guys, I better get off here. I might get, I got to make sure I get my three hours of sleep, right? And, uh, we have the holiday special coming up on the 23rd. That is with JT Kinderfeller. All right. JT Kinderfeller. And we are going to go into some really dark stories about the American federal penitentiary. Ones that give me nightmares at night. And also for New Year's, we want the, we're doing the I Hate Jerry special, so there's got to be some of you guys that hate me. I guess I should have put this at the front of the video, but I didn't. Uh, because nobody, if you hate me, you're not going to be listening to me now, right? Voicemail 325-261-0892. I'd like to give a shout-out to all those that are listening on the live stream and a shout-out to all those that are listening at Spotify. I do plan on taking Christmas Eve and Christmas off. We'll see if I can make myself do that because I'm going to spend time with family. Thank you guys so much. You've been listening to Midnight Radio. Until next time, all my best. <laughs>